One of the questions I get a lot is, do you need to be a designer to be a good brand strategist? And depending on your perspective, the really good news is, no, you do not need to be a designer to be a brand strategist. And in this episode, I want to show you some of the traits that good brand strategists have. And you might be surprised to find that what you perceived as a weakness is actually going to be a strength. This is The Brand Sprint Show with Bruce White, the podcast for thinkers, writers, and researchers to get the best practical advice on how to consult, how to sell, and how to deliver brand and strategy sprints right across your clients' business life cycles, because you can always add more value. Let's get into it. See, brand strategy is one of those elusive industries where those of us who have a wide range of abilities, but but who maybe have worried about not feeling like we have a, a real one thing that we can specialize in, we can feel right at home. And in fact, we can excel as brand strategists. Brand strategy has been gaining traction over the last several years now. But in my opinion, it is rapidly taking the wrong direction. Unfortunately, it's kind of becoming a, pro a process that designers are using simply to sell more design. Now, in certain cases, that is a perfectly valid result if it's related to real client needs. But if the end goal of getting more design is pre-decided, then the strategy is fundamentally flawed from the beginning, right? It's a little like going into a, a restaurant and the server brings you a dessert menu when he knows he's only got cheesecake left in the kitchen, right? For every question you ask, he's gonna direct you to the cheesecake. And whether you like it or not, you're having cheesecake for dessert, right? And worse, he's going to convince you that it's what you wanted in the first place. Now, that's not to say that this is being done from a, a, a nefarious intent, right? Not every quote-unquote brand strategist out there is trying to deceive their clients. But it is happening because a lot of designers are looking, ways, looking for ways to get out of the commodity world and they're being sold training for brand strategy that is focused on exactly that, right? Run the client through some exercises to develop a list of materials that they will then need you to design for them, right? I know because I'm a huge proponent of continuing to learn, and so I've taken a lot of the training that's out there. Now, let me just be really clear here. When approaching strategy from the right perspective, the right designers can be phenomenal brand strategies, uh, strategists, but so can a lot of other people. And I actually think it's a massive disservice to the business world that they're getting put off or discouraged just because the new trend is making the, the, the job look less attainable or like it's only attainable if you're a designer. So again, no, you do not have to be a designer to be a good brand strategist. So the next logical question is, who should be a brand strategist? Or more to the point, who's most likely to be successful as a brand strategist and who's absolutely gonna love coming to work every day, right? Because isn't that the point? There's a, there's a really big difference between choosing brand strategy because you're sick of shitty creative customers versus choosing brand strategy because it is an endlessly enjoyable opportunity. So. Here's some of the traits that a brand strategist needs to have to be successful. First of all, you have to be curious. The more curious, the better, right? To build a brand effectively, you have to have at least an awareness of a wide range of marketing industry and popular trends. And that's not just for creating consumer brands. Remember, the consumer is a person, 
not an audience, right? And B2B buyers are people too. So that means that having a decent understanding of what's happening in, in politics, in science, in music, in fine art, in movies, in technology, uh, demographics, language, and a whole bunch of other fields, right? That, that are gonna impact people's uh, interests, their communication, their behavior. Now, to be clear, you don't have to have a broad knowledge in all of those, right? But the more the better, and you build that over time just through natural curiosity. Uh, the next trait, you have to be empathetic. Brand strategy is all about helping a brand exploit its full potential, right? And to do that, you're gonna need to be finding out how it can be relevant to consumers. So understanding what people want and need, understanding how they, how they think, how they act, how they feel, is vital to connecting a brand with its consumers. And with the exception of very, very few and very, very rare cases, you're gonna be trying to uncover that brand's relevance towards consumers that are nothing like you. So that means that you're gonna to have to be able to put yourself in the shoes of those audiences to truly understand what drives them. So you wanna figure out what keeps them up at night, right? You wanna figure out how the brand that you're building can help alleviate those nightmares. And to do that, you need to have real empathy. Um, next, you're going to need to be able to simplify complex concepts. So when you're doing brand research, you're going to be exposed to a whole lot of different opinions, a whole lot of different perspectives, and typically a whole lot of differing agendas, right? So a lot of what you're sifting through is going to be incomplete. And in some cases, it's also going to be conflicting. So for the most part, your client is typically going to think that the brand should be everything to everyone, okay? In the real world, brands are going to have probably a primary and a secondary message for a variety of different audiences, right? But to be a good strategist, you need to be able to separate the good from the bad, and you need to focus on the right data that will help the client build the right messaging for their brand, okay? Uh, next up, you need to be able to solve problems. Solving real business problems from market research and from consumer insights is going to let you find opportunities where the client typically has not, right? Which is usually just due, due to that whole uh, can't read the label from inside the bottle thing, right? They can't see these, these insights. They can't see these opportunities because they're inside it. They're inside their business. They need you to come in and provide that insight through problem solving. So when done properly, brand strategy is firmly in the business planning camp, okay? The result of your brand strategy work is gonna be things like the addition or the removal of products and services, uh, changes in the company or in product names, uh, pricing, target markets, messaging, culture, communication styles, and a whole lot more, right? These are the results that your brand strategy work is going to be to be creating. So that's that's really in the business planning camp. We're not talking design or creative here. This has got nothing to do with visuals. So that might already be resonating with some of you. Curious, problem solver, business knowledge or interest, uh, communications or marketing abilities, pop culture and human behavior interests. But what about that jack of all trades dilemma, right? So I referenced this earlier where, where someone feels like they don't necessarily have a specialty or that they're not great at any one thing, but they happen to be quite capable and often really good at a lot of different things. So when I dove into this, 
I actually started reading about these three kinds of individuals, right? So the first one is I-shaped. So these are, the, these are the people, if you picture a capital I, it's just a straight up and down line, these are the people with a deep knowledge in one area, right? They're, they're experts in that, and they've dedicated themselves to only that area. So at the same time, their scope of knowledge is not going to be broad, right? It's narrow, hence the eye shape. So just as an example, a person who has really in-depth knowledge in design, but doesn't know anything about how the business is managed or run, or how even teams are managed, right? My wife actually spoke to a designer recently about strategy, and she was asking about learning how to do strategy sprints. She literally said, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to do design. And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? If you're that I-shaped person, that's fine. The next type of shape or the next type of person is T-shaped, so a capital T. So these are the type of the people who have like a broad knowledge, but it's going to be a surface knowledge about a whole lot of different things. So they know about various things and various topics. But at the same time, they're going to have in-depth knowledge in one area, right? So that in-depth knowledge might not be quite as deep as the knowledge of an I-shaped person, but it's still enough to call them an expert, right? So uh, think of a person who has in-depth knowledge in the creative industry, but also knows, knows how to maybe uh, manage a small team. Maybe it's a product manager or some, someone like that. So they're an expert in that but they also have that in-depth knowledge, right? They know how to communicate well, they know how to have meaningful conversations, uh, including with clients. Uh, for, for example, this is often gonna be the creative entrepreneur, right? It's usually gonna be a T-shaped person. And then the last one that they, that, that they refer to is H-shaped, so a capital H, right? So these are individuals that have a broad surface knowledge about many things, but they also have in-depth knowledge in two areas, right? Hence the two verticals in the capital H. So they can actually act as a bridge between two I-shaped people, between an I and a T, or between two T-shaped people. So these are, these are the experts in two areas, but at the same time, they've got that broad enough knowledge about a broad enough range of stuff that they can communicate at that level about all of those things. So... A person might have in-depth in knowledge in creative and in-depth knowledge in business, right? They could then act as a bridge between, for example, a business analyst and a design team, for example. So people are going to love to be around them because they can speak their language. So if you're the business analyst, you love being around this person because he speaks or she speaks your language. If you're a member of the, the design team, you also love being around this person because he or she speaks your language. But they can still have detailed conversations about a broad range of other stuff, which allows them to think across those, uh, those uh, expertise. But I actually think the more I've thought about this, I actually think that many people perceive themselves as a fourth type of person. So extending the analogy of the I, the T, or the H shape, the fourth type of person is, is a person who perceives themselves to be dash shaped, okay? So just a horizontal line, which is someone with a wide range of experiences or a wide range of, of, of abilities but who believes that they have no deep knowledge or no skill in one specific area. So typically this is a person who feels like they're a jack of all trades, but a master of none, which can be a really frustrating place to feel. So 
They're naturally going to be very capable individuals. You don't develop expertise across a broad range like that unless you are naturally capable. But they're also often easily bored, right? So this person often feels like they get that get they get frustrated because they don't feel like they have a skill that they can fall back on. But in actual fact, the dash-shaped person is often an amazing strategist. So that easily bored nature that they have is going to make them endlessly curious. So that continues to develop their broad range of knowledge and continues them to give them a really, really unique ability for insight. Within reason, of course, the, the knowledge has to come from some basis in business or marketing or communications, right? It's not just reading blog posts. Uh, but they, that, that broad range of, of knowledge develops insight the way a narrower range of knowledge can't possibly do. It's often going to include things like uh, specialists don't have, like uh, a psychology. If you're, if you're an I-shape or a T-shape or even an H-shape, quite often you're not going to have that interest or that broad range of knowledge in, in psychology or interest in people and their behaviors. Uh, personal development is often very important to the dash-shaped person. So these are all really important pieces of a strategist's personality, right? So the point of all that is just to say that if you're not a designer and you're interested in pivoting into a strategist role, please continue that exploration. Realistically, you need to be a problem solver, which is going to require logical thinking. It helps, obviously, to be curious and interested in popular culture, interested in world events, interested in human behavior, right? All that. Uh, marketing or business communication experience is really helpful, whether that's going to come from design or web or digital marketing or copywriting or any number of other options, like maybe even public relations, right? It helps to be a really good researcher. And, and, and to be honest, that's actually what's mostly missing from, from most of the brand strategy training out there. Research is at the core of every sprint that we do and it is quite honestly the pivotal device that that uh, that controls the success or failure of any strategy um, as an entrepreneur you've already got an interest in business which is vital but you need to see brands through the eyes of their consumer, okay? You also need to be able to direct a team of people, all of whom have different agendas and different perspectives, uh, but that's actually much, much easier than you might think. I can show you exactly how to do that, no matter how little experience you have or even no experience in running a branding team. Uh, it is surprisingly easy to have the processes in place to do that and guarantee success. Uh, and then finally, you have to learn to trust your instincts. So insights are revealed in different ways and you need to trust your gut when it feels right and you need to be able to guide the team in a way that they can arrive at the same insights and understandings as your gut is telling you. And again, if you're not sure how to do that, if you're not sure how to run strategy for a client team, but you are interested in exploring whether becoming a brand strategist is the right direction for you, Please don't let not knowing how to run strategy sessions yet stop you from exploring further. I can teach you the process for running brand strategy sprints, all sorts of strategy sprints for clients. We have five different sprints actually that we offer our clients at varying times in their business life cycle uh, and, and their business needs from a brand sprint to a naming sprint to a product validation sprint to the enormously popular messaging sprint. 
and even an audience definition sprint. So please don't let not knowing how stop you from exploring if this is right for you. And I'm sure there are lots of other processes out there outside of ours uh, that will help you to become a strategist. Like anything, you really just need to be shown how. So find a teacher that you connect with and most importantly, make sure that the strategy process that you're learning is designed to uncover actual business building results and not just some design work for the quote unquote strategist, okay? So that's it for this one. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got some value out of this. Uh, if you want to know more about how to sell strategy to clients and some of the, the brand strategy sprints that you can offer at various times in your client's business lifecycle, you can check out our free masterclass on how to sell strategy to creative clients. Just click the link in the description here if that interests you. Thanks again for watching and uh, I will look forward to seeing you in the class. Bye for now. This is The Brand Sprint Show with Bruce White, the podcast for thinkers, writers, and researchers to get the best practical advice on how to consult, how to sell, and how to deliver brand and strategy sprints right across your clients' business life cycles, because you can always add more value.